amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Appreciate that a lot. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Everybody have a good week. Stay cool because it's hot out here. I don't know what it's back all over the world, but it's hot. Uh, but remember, the most important thing you got to do, as Chris and I always tell you, think blue, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. The latest Democratic presidential debate is underway in Houston. The differences amongst us Democrats on the stage are not as great as the urgency for us to unite as a party, not just to beat Donald Trump but to unite America in common cause and common purpose. Senator Cory Booker and nine other Dems made the cut, including frontrunners Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. The debate is airing live on ABC. President Trump says he's not worried that the House Judiciary Committee has opened an impeachment investigation against him. Trump says he has done the best job of any president in only two and a half years of his term. He touted the economy and stock market being the best in the history of the United States. A U.S. attorney is recommending charges against former Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe. It's in connection with making misleading statements during the Hillary Clinton email investigation. McCabe appealed the recommendation, but that was rejected by the Justice Department. Today, Santa Barbara County Sheriff Bill Brown closed one part of the investigation into a boat fire that killed 34 people. I'm pleased to report that our Coroner's Bureau, with the assistance of our Detective Bureau, has now successfully identified all 34 of the victims. He said 33 victims were identified using DNA. The final body was found yesterday and identified with fingerprints. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is closing up for the seventh straight trading day on Wall Street. Trade news between the U.S. and China, along with news the European Central Bank is cutting interest rates, helps stocks get into positive territory. The federal government is looking into complaints that the automatic emergency brake system on some Nissan Rogues can turn on for no reason. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is looking into hundreds of complaints that the emergency braking system engaged without warning on 2017 and 2018 rogues. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. KCAA. 
Hey everyone, I'm Yanitza Munoz, and you're watching Green Talk by Green Care Solutions on iHeartRadio, KCAA, NBC Radio, and Spotify. Today, we have MMA fighter and former UFC champion Tito Ortiz as a guest, along with radio personality Dominic Natty. Now, before we get into the show, I'm going to briefly explain to you what Green Talk is all about. And also on the table, we have Savvy Socks. Savvy Socks is a great sock company where you can customize your own socks. You can find them at Savvy Socks. That's their Instagram. And obviously, we have Green Care Solutions. You can find them at Green Care Solutions 420. And I'm here with my lovely co hosts. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Angela Mazanti, here yet again. It's your boy, Brian, representing Green Care Solutions as always. Now, this is a cannabis friendly and educational program. You must be 21 years of age to listen, and we're not doctors, but Green Care Solutions has doctors for you. And if you have any questions, go ahead and give us a call at 951-609-4071. We are an eight-time award-winning company and just featured in Forbes last month. Uh, follow us at Green Care Solutions 420 on Instagram, as well as our website, greencaresolutions420.com and greentalknews.com. Yeah, so now let's get into the show. Thank you so much, Tito Ortiz, for coming on today, and also Welcome. Dominic as well. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Thank yes. you. Well, I know, Dominic, you came in from Florida. Tito's a local Orange Countyan, so was yes. too far for you. <laughs> yeah. well, 20 minutes. I'm close. Yeah, 20 minutes. Beach. <laughs> yes. So, Tito, you have had such an amazing career, um, and also you've been training so long, like, as an MMA fighter. Um, now, I know a lot of people that already know you and follow you, but for a lot of people who are just tuning in, like, when you started in in mixed martial arts, did you ever expect blowing up to be what you are today? I mean, you've had such a great career. It's been 20 years now since you just keep going. Years, 22 years, yeah. <laughs> I'm not to date myself right now. <laughs> I know I feel better now than I do I did when I uh, was 34. I guess uh, the surgeries went through perfect. Uh, but I think it's just the mindset at home. You know, everything is in a positive manner. Uh, my girlfriend, Amber Nicole Miller, is an amazing mother to my children. Um, they're not biological her kids, but she took the role as a mother and she hasn't missed a, a step mm-hmm. or skipped a beat at all. You know, she's wonderful. We're both on the same page. As it comes to le- learning curve with school, you know, they read 30 minutes a day, six days a week. Um, they're straight A students, so we're doing a good job as parents for them. So you're living the dream, basically. Um, great career, yeah, great father. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is a dream, but at the same time, I know it's reality, and I yes. make sure I take responsibility for my actions. and. You know, I've been through so much and such a long time, you know, fighting for 22 years, um, been able to start other businesses, of course. But, you know, this game of mixed martial arts, when I first began, I was an amateur. I fought in UFC 13, May 30th, 1997 as an amateur. Mm-hmm. I never had any pro career or any amateur fights prior to that. I just got thrown with the big dogs right off the bat. And um, I found something that I fell in love with. And I became a world champion a year and a half later. Um, was the first light heavyweight uh, world champion. I guess the first MMA fighter to hold two belts, a belt at middleweight and a belt at light heavyweight. So mm-hmm. I know I watched Conor McGregor saying he's the first to have two belts in <laughs> weight classes, which that is completely a lie. Um, You're like, liar. Yeah, no, you know, they, they try to make a facade of what it really truly is. And mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, I look back on it, I'm very thankful to be where I am today because uh, I've been able to bounce back. Uh, and a lot of people in this game of mixed martial art aren't able to bounce back. You know, their careers get to a certain point of five, six years, and then they're done. I've been in it for 22 years and still, you know, people talk about it. People want to watch my fights. And I'm still able to get in the gym and train three times a day, five days a week, twice on Saturdays. And I really just bust my butt and uh, get the most out of it. And then getting my hand raised is my number one goal. So mm-hmm. I put it in the gym, and that's what matters. And I think it's also a mental thing because, like you said, some people don't bounce back. And this is 
uh, type of career that it's mental and physical. Yeah. Yes. So if you're not even there mentally, I mean, physically you could be there, but mentally, if you're just not really pushing yourself, you know, you could maybe cap out in six years. Or yeah, I mean, a lot of that has to do with uh, just positive reinforcement yes. at home from mm-hmm. your significant other or friends or family or even training partners or coaches. Because the media can be evil, like evil, evil. Uh, uh, <laughs> the yeah. media can be evil. Like yeah. it's just difficult. I turn it off. I just anybody tries to talk smack on me, I block them. Thank God for the block button and the you know I just block them, block them. I don't let, let, even read it or anything like that. I just literally block it and I just go on with my next uh, fan that either a fan or someone dislikes me. Mm-hmm. Just as long as they don't talk smack on me. When they talk smack on me on my uh, social media, of course, on uh, Instagram, Tito Ortiz nineteen ninety nine, or on Twitter at Tito Ortiz. Um, I, I understand creative uh, criticism, or mm-hmm. and I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. People try to bash me. I'm like, all right, I'll block you. I won't, I won't let it in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just having that mentality, like I say, I have a positive reinforced in my life, and just being able to go in the gym and loving what I do, that's important. Mm-hmm. And uh, your mind is so strong, and people don't realize it, and you can put it through so much damage. But if you're able to withstand it, uh, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah, like 100%. the like with the physical, like all the injuries you've been through. A lot of people that'll stop fighters, not that they they mentally want to still do it physically, it stops them. But with all the surgeries you have and where you're at with your pain tolerance and still having that passion, I think that's kind of what's keeping you going, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful. I have, I'm not in any pain at all anymore. You know, I went through eight surgeries. My surgery started back in uh, 2003. I had ACL replaced my left knee, and then it just kind of riddled my body all the way up till. Two years ago, where I've had ACL replace my right knee, 50% of my meniscus taken out of my right knee. I've had L4, 5, S1 fused in my lower back. Mm-hmm. I've had in my thoracic T3, T2, T2, T1, T1, C7 disc replacement. I've had C6, C7 fused. I've had C6, C5 fused. I've had C5, C4 disc replacement. Wow. I've attached retina. Anybody uh, else would have just stopped. Stopped, yeah, of <laughs> no, course. Definitely know, there's the mental part right there. Like, else. Keep going. Huge mental part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just believing in myself and believing I can do it. I remember when I had my first surgery back in 2003, I tore my ACL on my knee. And I just remember uh, basketball players or uh, football players or, uh, ba- or excuse me, baseball players, and their careers would be done. Yeah. And I was just, I thought my career was done. I remember mm-hmm. just sitting in the shower crying, just like going, man, I'm, I'm the world champ right now, and my career is done. Mm-hmm. I didn't take that as a loss. I took that as, you know what, this is a challenge. You know, it's a challenge from God or just a challenge from myself to see what type of man I truly am and showed my character. And I've been able to do that over the last uh, 22 years. I'm very fortunate. Do you alter your fighting style in in matches when you have a certain, like when you had your knee gotten done? Did you do less takedowns? Did you try to do more stand-up? Or? My, well, my problem was I couldn't run. I, mm-hmm. Running was hard. I mean, I, I would be able to do, you know, maybe... 10 miles a week at the mm-hmm. most. I mean, I'm used to doing 30 miles a week. That makes you know, it harder to cut um, weight. Um, um, harder to cut weight and so forth. When the worst was my back problem. You know, I went through a back problem from uh, 2003 until 2009, and I didn't want to get back surgery because they said once you get back surgery, you're pretty much done. Yeah. yeah. You have L45, mm-hmm. S1 fused in your lower back. You're going to be done. Well, I went to uh, a company called Nuvasive down in San Diego, and they showed me on a cadaver how they would do the surgery. And then they don't go through the back, they don't go through the front, they go through the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, they spread your solus muscle, which is the muscle is like cables that keep your back, or keeps your body from slaying side to side. And those muscles that, are, that connect to your spine, it was three times the size of an average person when the doctor went in. Mm-hmm. He's like, Tito, now I understand why you're able to, tra- <laughs> to train over the last seven years. Yeah. But I was just so afraid to get surgery done. But once I got it done, it was like a lifesaver. I went through about three months of hell. I mean, I would, it was bad. I mean, I was eating 1,000 milligrams of Vicodins um, yeah. mm-hmm. every day. I mean, I'd eat like four or five of them a day. 
I mean, I, I never got over that, but I got to a point where I was just in dire pain. I was just crying mm-hmm. every day. I just, I couldn't handle, you know, just the stress I was getting over. But I finally said, you know what, enough's enough. I started doing physical therapy and right of physical therapy. It just literally went from days to weeks to hours where it just got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And once again, there was the mentality in my mind saying, you know what, suck it up, push through this and you could do it. Yeah. Have you attributed any of your um, physical as far as healing and stuff from CBD or anything? Have you dabbled um, in anything like that? Yeah, well, just recently, um, was it a BioRain's uh, CBD? is a CBD company with uh, a water isolate. Okay. And uh, they have uh, a lotion that I use. And it works really, really well on my neck. Of course, after all the neck surgeries I've had and the yeah. training I do now. It really helps with the inflammation, I'm sure, yes, as well. big time the inflammation. And I, get, I mean, I tell a huge, huge difference. I mean, this has been about three years now that I've been using it, and mm. it, it helps out a lot. Um, yeah. Another great thing is it's water-soluble. So yeah. we have drinking stuff, so I'm not drinking just the oil. Correct. You know, it's not messing my kidneys up at all. So yep. that helps out a whole bunch. Um, but I mean, it's kind of been a secret, and now I've seen all these other athletes starting to come about. Yeah, and you know, they're smoking cannabis and so forth, and yeah. that's something. I mean, I grew up, we smoked weed. I mean, I yeah, this it was is very a, like quiet, right? Yeah, no one talked about it. My parents did. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was just that was the '60s deal. I mean, yeah, my parents didn't like me doing it. They didn't know I was doing it, but I was out stealing pot plants. I mean, I was seven, yeah. six, seven years old. <laughs> I mean, I remember rolling Where do you steal pot plants from? From people's backyards. <laughs> No, Huntington Beach, I mean, Huntington Orange County, really? that's what yeah, it is. It's a good, good growing weather. I mean, <laughs> good growing weather. You know, just going there after this. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't say I'm pissed at my parents because they only know how, knew how good it to be a parent as they were taught. Um, mm. But I had a free reign to pretty much do what I wanted to do. And I look back on it and I kind of just curse myself. It was just like, man, why, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Because I didn't have any parents who kind of... Had a but there's always life experiences. Yeah. You never and know. It, it made, well, maybe they're true. It did make me the man I am today. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows I grew if up you could be having a nine to five? If anything, imagine no, if it was I different. Did. I tried that nine to five <laughs> when I when I graduated uh, high school and it didn't work. I worked at Munchie's Pizza and I was like, oh, this ain't gonna work for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna do that. And uh, I, you know, I think the fighting is what really took over my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I'm not fighting, I'm, I, I'm able to burn here and there, but mm-hmm. most of the time I don't because I'm training. I mean, training is super important to me and mm-hmm. I make sure that I'm healthy. Um, I don't drink caffeine, mm-hmm. you know, I don't drink alcohol, you know, I don't smoke. I, yeah. I really just, when it's my job to train mm-hmm. for 18 weeks, that's my job to do and I make sure when it's time yeah, to Yeah, nicotine is one okay. of those things that can definitely yeah. aid you internally oh, more I don't than smoke physically. It. I don't smoke cigarettes, I'm talking about smoking weed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't smoke cigarettes at all. I haven't mm-hmm. smoked cigarettes since I've been 18 years old. When yeah, I cigarettes are, no, yeah. no, no. I smoke people to smoke, like, smoke cigarettes like i stay away I, yeah I, I don't like it makes That's you why, old it makes you ugly yeah it really doesn't green care yeah. solutions they have a cbd like can hookahs because i didn't know that hookah also has nicotine mm-hmm. and you know sometimes people like to be social at hookah lounges and i i would smoke it sometimes i'm like oh i just don't like how it feels but then they're like oh it has nicotine i was like oh then there you go because yeah. i never really liked nicotine myself but cbd can hookah i think is a better way to socially enjoy yourself without poisoning yourself you yeah know? <laughs> we do actually have it in um, a hookah lounge in orange county in anaheim called hidden cafe and they have a menu so if you want to go in with your friends or whatever and you just don't smoke ours has no tobacco no nicotine and it's got a thousand milligrams um, uh, per container. So like I said, it's something that you can, you do it, 
it's it's all the obviously a healthy alternative, but it actually relaxes you, and you can actually you know still be with your friends and say, nah, I'm gonna have to cut it for the night. Yeah. For sure. There's nothing worse. I mean, I just got back from uh, Pittsburgh, and I went to a club out with a couple of my buddies, and people were smoking cigarettes in there. Oh, oh I, I just came yeah. back from Europe. God. I was in Europe for ten days, and there's cigarettes everywhere. Like you'll be at the club, people are just smoking cigarettes. I'm like, oh, it's just in there. I get back air. to my hotel room, and yeah. I swear I feel like an ashtray. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm like washing off. It's like yellow's coming off. I'm like, this is disgusting. Man. And with girls, it gets in your hair. You're just like, ah, yeah. I just washed it. <laughs> Nothing worse than that. Yes. Well, how do you and Dominic know each other? I know, Dominic, you have your own show on iHeartRadio as well. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, the Dominic Natty Show, it is on iHeartRadio and uh, Intellectual Radio in Chicago. And I actually uh, had Tito on about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because we interview celebrities, athletes, um, you know, anyone that's promoting anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Tito was a guest, and it, it was great. And uh, that's a weekly show where we do celebrity interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And now we're interviewing you. Yes. Now you are a celebrity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. On the other side of the fence today. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So uh, the YouTube channel, uh, we just got over a million views um, total. Congrats. So that's, yeah. And they're just audio clips. So I thought that was pretty good. And mm-hmm. it's been, we get a ton of press coverage. I've been a celebrity publicist for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So whenever, you know, we do the interviews, we put a clip on YouTube. And then a lot of the press has been great picking it up, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a lot more provocative. Like we try to ask tough questions and mm-hmm. things, you know. To, to help get headlines and exposure for whoever the mm-hmm. guest is. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually been a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Yeah. And, well, I know you, you've been promoting a lot of things that you've been doing. I mean, you have your own company now as well. I got a few companies. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm in the car business. Also, uh, TU oh, nice. Auto Group of, out of, out of uh, Fontana. Um, we're actually out of Fontana and Riverside uh, with Mannheim, which is Mannheim Inc. It's a huge company. Mm-hmm. People probably know if they're in the car business. Um, I got my own clothing company, Punishment Athletics. Of course, wearing a shirt right now. Yep. Um, 20 years strong. I like strong. the name, Punishment uh, Athletics. Yeah, yeah. It's 20 like, what? Strong. <laughs> actually, it's been longer than that. Really? It has. Since 1999. Uh-huh. Yeah, 20 years strong. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Um, that and then actually um, getting into the CBD company um, with cannabis uh, just because I'm seeing this the difference, how much is changing my body and being able to train and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. work through the problems that I did before of just having, you know, mm-hmm. inflammation, uh, inflammation of my muscles and everything and being able to wake up and do the stuff I do every day. I mean, training three times a day, five days a week. I mean, it's, it's a grind. So. And, you know, God put on this earth, you know, it's not like we created in a lab. Uh, Ricky Williams was just on our show and he was talking about how much he loves being an herbalist. Mm-hmm. He calls himself an herbalist. He doesn't yeah. like calling himself like somebody who has, cause he also has his own cannabis company and he takes CBD every day. And, and since with his sport, you know, just like yourself, there's so much contact right. and he would get knocked out and he was like, they would put me in all these painkillers no, and it's bad. like, I just rather have cannabis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I'm mean, sure it, there's like so many other like newer athletes and stuff that look up to you. So being mm-hmm. able to show them that cannabis is something that they can turn to, especially like say they've had a lot of surgeries and might end up dealing with like opioid addictions because of all the medicines that they're put on after now. Well, mm-hmm. That was one of the things that I had a, not a problem with that I ended up 
finding out that I had a problem with was uh, painkillers, you know, mm -hmm. um, after my last surgery um, back in 2000, what was it, 2018, I had um, my T3, T2, T2, T1, C7 disc replacement. And prior to that, I was just going through pain. The company I was fighting with kept denying the claim, saying it wasn't their problem, it was my fault. Mm -hmm. And my insurance had to pay for it. I'm like, no, you guys did it. Mm -hmm. And this was, ended up being like eight months, and I was eating, was like 15 uh, milligram Vicodins, 10 of them a day. Yeah. Wow. And, and I got to a point where it was just, it was changing my attitude. I could tell I'm yelling at my kids for no reason. I'm just like, I need to get the surgery done. So and it was like, I warned them, I'm like, either you guys take care of this or I'm gonna go on, on social media and I'm gonna put you guys on blast. And they ended up uh, paying for it, I got it done. And I got my surgery, and then all of a sudden, I had that in September, October, November rolled by, and the pain was gone. Um, end of November, December, Christmas came around, and then New Year's, I was in Las Vegas, and I got sick. And I literally didn't take the take my uh, Vicodins for, I don't know, almost like a 12-hour period, and I got really sick. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what, it was right, right, at New, right on New Year's Eve, and I said, you know what, enough's enough. Yeah. I'm done. I went in the... So unfortunate. I poured everything, yeah. poured it all out. Yeah. Uh, put all my painkillers away, and I said I will not take another painkiller again. Mm -hmm. But I went through just, just I felt like I was dying. It was just, just coming off the painkillers. And I said, you know what? I called all my boys up. I'm like, hey man, can you hook me up some weed? And he's like, you sure? I go, yeah. And I, I smoked for that week. And I'm telling you, after I stopped smoking, I had no more pain, nothing at all. Yeah. And it helped so much to get me off of that. And it, I mean. I put it to an understanding, like, wow, that, that really saved my life. Cause yeah. I was, I was like mm -hmm. chewing on tinfoil and like I was on an electrocute table and it was the worst mm -hmm. thing in the world. I was like throwing up, diarrhea, I mean, sweating. I mean, I felt like I had a flu for three weeks. It was the worst feeling ever. But that was from all the painkillers. I mean, all these mm -hmm. uh, companies subscribe, all these painkillers for yeah. people to go through surgeries. Now I wonder if they could have found out a better way to do it with CBD and cannabis. And I think we're almost to that point here in the next three to four years. Finally, um, yeah. companies taking over, making it happen. Yeah, a few weeks ago, we had a celebrity sports agent, Darren Prince, and uh, he was addicted to opiates like for since he was 13 years yeah, old. When he was 13, and, a nurse gave it to him. He's been addicted. Yeah, oh, ever yeah. since. And um, and what happened with his, he had a, his calling was basically one time they were at the NBA uh, All-Star Weekend, him and Dennis Rodman, one of his clients, and he was in his room, took, uh, what was it, Oxy, I think, or it, I'm not sure exactly, but it was, it was opioid, and then he started doing you know shots and all that stuff and they came in and found him passed out overdose wow. and that was his first time in i think 20 something years that it actually overdosed from it but then he realized you know what what am i doing yeah so and then Life's he's been short, man. yeah he's been so he's been clean i think for like 13 plus years now mm -hmm. and he has a book on it but the thing is too is like it, it's i think it's it takes over you to the point where it's like oh, okay cool i need it for my pain it's like it's just calling you you know what i mean it it's like taking need. you over it becomes something that you need I yeah mean, it's like i mean to wake up if you don't take it you get sick it's like mm -hmm. i mean and it scared me because my mother and father uh they were addicted to heroin uh, my father um still uses i'm not sure if it's just methadone but he does still use uh, my mother's clean but she smokes mm -hmm. i make sure i supply her um i mm -hmm. you know it's just um we'll give her I, some products as yeah, well yeah <laughs> i want to make sure that she don't ever go back to the uh, the dark time yeah girl. it's um, unfortunate but yeah. I, I look at it and that's always been my scariest point i mean i've tried almost everything as a kid growing up because i never had anybody looking over me yeah. besides heroin it's always been so i mean that's been my like my devil i was like stay away from that because you'll lose everything and uh it was just one of those things like i say man i I've been very, very fortunate to give my kids everything I never had as a kid, you know, with love and, you know, just how crazy as human beings, they need love to 
be successful in this mm-hmm. world. And if they don't have it, they have to find it some other way. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, drugs is something that they attach to. And that was one of my getaways, you know, drugs and fishing. <laughs> yeah. And then when I got into fighting, I, I found a different, you know, a respect of for myself as a mixed martial artist. But I got the attention that I've always needed that my parents never gave me as a kid. And I just found out if I worked harder, the more attention I got. And not only the more attention I got, the more money I made. Now the more money I made, then all of a sudden I was able to take care of my kids and give them the love that I've always wanted. Now my kids are super happy. You know, I show by the smiles in their faces, the way they react to me, they re- the way they respond to other people. You know, yeah. one of my neighbors, uh, John, who's 65 and retired, he goes, gave me a call last week. And, you know, we talk once in a while, but he's, I, he's been in, in the same uh, island I live out in, in Huntington Beach. Um, and he's been living since 2009. And he's like, I watch your kids be born. I watch them walk around. And every time I see him, they always say, hey, John, what's up? And there's kids in my family that don't even say, hey, John, how you doing? Yeah. They don't even remember my name because mm-hmm. your kids are so respectful. They're very polite. Uh, yeah, very polite. And then I just say, man, a, a mirror of myself is through my children. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that's who I am as my kids. I, I I play with them. You know, I wrestle around with them. We do jiu-jitsu together. You know, I put them through training stuff. Of course, people who follow me on my Instagram, they see the stuff that I put them through. Yeah. And it, it's not to torture them. It's more of to show them what hard work is truly about because yeah. they see me do it. They see me sparring. They see me wrestling. They see me doing all the work in my gym. And they wonder why, why I do it. But then when they see the respect that I get from fans, they're yeah. like, dad, why is that guy yelling your name? He's like, so happy <laughs> to see you and shake your hand and wants to take a picture. I'm all because they respect me. And it's not that they're afraid of me. It's not a fear factor. Yeah. It's they respect me. They see the hard work I do. They see everything I put into this game of mixed martial arts. And they're like, we want to do that, Dad. Yeah, one of your sons wants to be a fighter, right? MMA yeah, fighter. journey, a little journey. <laughs> he wants it, but I mean, so our agreement. So I have my oldest son Jacob, who's uh, seventeen. He lives in uh, Arizona with my ex-wife Kristen, and she does an amazing job as a mother with him. Uh, but when he said he wanted to be a fighter, I said, "Okay, here, here's our deal between me and you. You got to get your master's degree first. You get your master's degree, and I'll support you." your fighting stuff I'll, awesome. take, I'll make sure that you get the right training and everything he's like, okay cool dad now he doesn't really want to do it now you know he's all, i want to get into business management because i want to manage the fighters yeah you know, i'll make money yeah. that way yeah but my uh for my twin boys jesse and journey uh jesse wants to be the attorney and journey wants to be the fighter he's like no, dad, i want to be the fighter <laughs> okay you know my agreement that we have with jacob right and he's like yeah get our masters i go that's right boy so i make sure they get educated Great job, yeah. just just so they're able to fall back on something because no one ever guided me the right way and showed me the right thing. There was never, you know, a, a book on how to be the right parent, how to be a, a great fighter, and how to be a businessman. I had to learn everything myself and yeah. the things I learned through life. You know, I've had some great role models in my life with coaches, uh, going all the way up to Donald Trump, the president. Um, you know, when I did the Celebrity Apprentice, I. I I was always on his shoulder asking questions. How do you become a millionaire? How do you become a billionaire? And asking these questions because I had this opportunity given to me to yeah. be able to see the knowledge. And mm-hmm. it says the people you surround yourself around with is who you become. So true. And I, I, I've learned that. And you know, I can remember as being 14, 15, 16 years old and surrounding myself with gang members. And that's not what I wanted to do. And I realized that when I you know, went to juvenile hall a couple of times, I was like, shit, these kids are <laughs> just like laughing going yeah Yeah. and i changed myself completely there was was one time that i did do some uh, county jail time and um it was for assault i was defending one of my friends against three skinheads and i'm knocking out three of them and i got a charge with assault the deadly weapon because i was a fighter at the time but i remember sitting in jail i did 59 days um at uh, Lacey, and I remember crying on the phone to my girlfriend, going, I don't belong in here. It ended up being my wife, but I was like, I don't belong in here. And she's like, you'll be out soon. I was like, no, you don't understand. I don't belong in here. Because all these guys seemed, it was, it was, it was normal for them. Yeah. Yeah, and their I, mindset was just, 
not even where you, they weren't as driven as you. They no. were just uh, heading a different path. Well, but. most of them don't have any like future plan in life or have mm-hmm. anything that they're really working for to stay out of jail. So like yeah. to them, it doesn't really matter if they stay in. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, when I wrestled in high school, I mean, that's what got me in the wrestling room was yeah. Professor Russell. And we were talking about yeah. Professor Russell prior. And absolutely. Um, I walked in the wrestling room looking for the K or looks at me looking for the um, the ring and there was no ring. I told the coach, I'm like, coach, where's the ring at? And he's like, ring? I like, yeah, you know, like WWF, WWE now. Yep, he's like, absolutely. no, this is a this is like Olympic wrestling. It's totally different. And I was like, but I can still slam the guys in the head. Like, well, if you can do it, I go, I'm not going to get in trouble for it. No, of course you're not. <laughs> I was hooked, hook, line, and sinker. And people don't know my true name is Jacob um, in the Bible. Um, Jacob wrestled an angel. The angel beat him and saved mm-hmm. his life. And I found wrestling. Wrestling saved my life and has gave me the life I have today, and I'm very fortunate of it. And it taught me a lot of responsibility. It taught me the hard work, um, dedication, and everything that I've learned in life that uh, I'm fortunate to be where I'm sitting right now. You know, I had so, three choices in life, dead, in prison, or where I am right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. So you were very, when you came across MMA and it was still new, there, there was no avenues really after high school with wrestling, no. right? No, I mean, the, my dream was to become a WWE heavyweight champion. That was yeah, my dream. Yeah, mine too. Do you after think I, you're like the pioneer <laughs> in a sense? Because, you know, UFC kind of came out like in the 90s. You're, to me, you're like the pioneer of the movement of MMA and the whole UFC. Well, I, I stood my ground against UFC when a lot of fighters didn't do it. And mm-hmm. that's why a lot of fighters now are getting made, getting paid the million dollars. Yeah. Um, Back when I, when I fought, we fought for fifty grand, seventy five grand. Um, You're risking your life, headlining basically. too, and headlining it for yeah. that amount of money. And these guys, I mean, they, they I'll give it to them. You know, the Lorenzo Fertitta and Dana White, uh, they put their lives um, and their time into the business. Uh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Fertitta and Frank Fertitta put their money behind it, and you know they invested ten million dollars into a two million dollar um, investment. And now they are able to sell it for what was it five or four point five billion dollars, yeah. and that's with a B, five billion. Bi- like billion. <laughs> and I mean, us fighters, we still got to fight to survive. You know, yeah. I, and I you have twenty two years. I still got to fight to survive. Yeah. Speaking People, about fighting, you do have an upcoming fight, you, yep. yeah. an MMA fight. Yep. You want to speak about that a little bit? Yeah. And who it's for? Who it's about? Uh, with? Well, um, you know, it's an organization called uh, Cabate Americas. Uh, they're on Univision. It's more of a Latino-based uh, fight organization. They came to me, and they're like, here, we'll offer you this guy. Actually, this guy says he wants to fight you. And uh, they said, Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> and I had to take a second take. I was like, oh, excuse me? He's like, yeah, Alberto Del Rio. I go, you mean the WWE Alberto Del Rio? I go, yeah. He's like, well, he has a, he has a professional career, or, um, professional record in mixed martial arts. It's 9 to 5. I go, all right. I go, well, okay, we'll start talking about the money. And the numbers, it was great. I mean, it's comparable to UFC, so I was happy with it. Yeah. And uh, I got an opportunity to train. You know, I got an opportunity to do what I love, and that's fight. I got an opportunity to entertain my fans that uh, I've been doing for such a long time. And, you know, I want to make sure that I'm able to do it. You know, after I fought Chuck Liddell last year and I stopped Mm -hmm. him in the first round, you know, I got, came to a crossroad in my life. I was like, what do I do now? You know, I'm 43 years old. What am I going to do? You know, so I called Randy Couture, former uh, UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion, Absolutely. who's a close friend of mine. And I said, Randy, when you were 43, what made you come back and win the world title for the UFC? What made you have the drive to do that? And he's like, well, Tito, I didn't feel like I was done. I felt like I had a lot more to do. And that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, because I really look up to Randy. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's like a dad to me pretty much, man. I mean, he's a good, good guy. And 
I, I really just said, made a decision. You know, I sat down, I talked to my girlfriend, I talked to my kids, and I said, you know what, guys, dad's going to do it again. I, I think I want to fight again. Yeah, and you're on a two fight win streak right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I wait, yeah, one, two, yeah, yeah, yeah challenge, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just uh, one of those things that I've, I've, against Alberto Del Rio, you know, I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. People say it's going to be an easy fight for you. I'm not getting paid for the fight. I'm not doing it for the fight. I'm doing it for the factor that I'm going to get in shape and I'm able to educate or able to uh, entertain my fans. Yeah. And, and that's, you're that's still going. What's yeah. cool is like, um, as you said earlier, it's like a mental thing, but it's unfortunate because as athletes, sometimes they freak out towards maybe in their thirties. Cause they're like, okay, I'm hitting that wall. Yeah. Um, there's people younger than me that are going to do better than me. And mm-hmm. they shouldn't have that negative mindset because you can really keep going if you just keep going and forget all the negative energy from the negative people just keep fighting for it 100% forget the norm I mean there is no norm there's no norm it's all in our minds you know you Mm -hmm. should be able to set the standard yourself don't let anybody else set the standard for you saying oh no you can't do it you know I was actually uh, I'm with a um, consulting firm Monethos 100 who's a bodybuilding consultant firm and I've been with them now for about five and a half months and I've been going to these professional bodybuilding and fitness uh, um, companies Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Petitions, and I'm watching these guys who are 70 years old, mm. and they look like they're like 30. I mean, not their face, but their bodies just yeah. shredded. And I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, we work hard. I was like, you guys just gave me another. It was 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. I was going through such a negative environment at that time that I felt just broken up, broken down man. I, I literally felt like a broken down man. I mean, at the time, my girlfriend, uh, Jenna Jameson, I was just trying to save my mom. That's what my therapist ended up telling me. And it took me a lot of money, a lot of my hours, a lot of tears, uh, but I was able to realize that it wasn't my problem. I wasn't the bad guy. I wasn't doing the bad things. It was her reflecting her pain to me mm-hmm. and trying to dwindle my mentality, trying to dwindle my mindset. And I literally checked out. I was like, all right, cool, I'm done. I was out, I was over, and ever since then, it's been six years now that my life is a totally different, I mean, people, mm-hmm. you don't even understand. I mean, like, all my friends, my training partners, my trainer, I mean, all the guys who I work with, they're like, Tito, you're like a new man. <laughs> I mean, you walk in, you're glowing, you're smiling, you see with your kids, you're happy, I watch on social media, your kids are happy, you're happy. I'm like, it's just the mentality that I have at home. There's nothing like that. And if anybody out there, anybody listening to this, you guys are going through a bad relationship and you guys think you can fix that person, believe me, you cannot fix that person. I tried it like no other and I have won in everything I've done. I fixed everything I've ever done wrong. I've never did a mistake twice, but 
watch and just look at the mistakes that the person makes. And those aren't your problems. I mean, mm -hmm. there's so much stuff and just the psychology behind it. And I'm glad I took a, a psych 101 when I was in college because I was able to learn and, and know what the normalcy is and, you know, that, that happy medium and just the in-between where I was able to blast those, those things in, and, and, and shake it off and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to have this around me. They say one spoiled apple will spoil the bunch, and that's 100%. I mean, I remember, remember that as a kid hearing that stuff, mm -hmm. and <laughs> that's what it's like. That's and what it is. And you have children, too, so you yeah. want to make sure that they're – they're in a safe place. You don't. They don't want to see their parents fighting. Yeah, I mean, stuff. I remember my parents. I mean, I they were using. I mean, I would smell mm -hmm. matches and the sulfur from the matches. I mean, even to this day, I can't smell matches. I mm -hmm. just, it, I just get a flashback. I'm not 44 years old, <laughs> and I still get flashbacks. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I, mm -hmm. I really just look at it as it was a learning process for me. It was mm -hmm. something that I didn't know what was going on. That was normal. Mm -hmm. That was a normal life. I mean, all the other kids who lived in the area, there were. You know, when I lived in Santa Ana from the age of six to 13, you know, I hung around gangs and mm -hmm. gangs. That was my family. You know, they're, they're, they're the ones, the veteranos are the ones who showed me respect. They showed me honor. They showed me, you know, how to be a man. It wasn't my dad doing that. Yeah. And then when I came 13, my mother separated my father and gave me a second life. We moved back to Huntington Beach. And I found that same factor in my life because when me and Jenna were together back in 2012, I had to make that same decision, either be selfish and keep it for myself and try to make the relationship work or think about my children and make the decision my mother made. And that's what it came down to. I remember the decision my mother made and it was hard. You understand my mom was with my, my dad for 14 years and all of a sudden get up and leave in a week. I mean, that's hard Jeez. for a woman to do. Mm -hmm. And it was hard as hell for me to do that with Jenna because I loved her so much at the time. I mean, I, I would die for her, but she put me through hell. You know, she, tarnished my name she almost ruined my career um but i was able to kind of pick up the blocks and put them back together and i'm mm -hmm. very fortunate because so many fans that know the honest they know the truth they know the things that i've gone through and they know what type of person i truly am that there was a bunch of lies that were told about me and you know I, i'm regenerated i'm happy man. yeah your mind's I'm, right yeah. oh my mind's right everything's perfect um you know, well, not perfect you know everyone no one goes through perfect life you got to go mm -hmm. through the Trials and but I think God puts a, puts situations in front of us to give us this experience, you and know, that's the beauty I, of life. We all go through these experiences, and they make us into the strong people we are today. I think we put ourselves in those situations. Because certain ones, need, certain ones. There's certain experiences where I'm like, "Well, that was a lesson that I needed," and then other ones, I'm like, "Okay, that was my bad." But yeah, well, <laughs> but there's certain well, lessons that I feel like can make us into who we are as a strong person, whether we, however we handle them though, we could be weak and handle them differently. Well, then that's mm -hmm. just a situation that you think about it. If you put yourself mm -hmm. in a situation and I take responsibility for the situation, mm -hmm. trying to blame it on someone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know you have to I be an adult about it, obviously, yeah. but yeah. yeah. What's I, your, I, I see a lot of people just try to say, you know, God help me through this. God help me through this. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, look in the mirror and say, you did it. You too. helped me through this, buddy. <laughs> and I, I, I promise you, I have done that so many times. I look in the mirror and saying, you know what? You need to make decision right now. You need to make the right decision right now. Because don't, don't get me wrong. There's been times I was crying in bed saying, God, please help me through this. And I ended up saying, you know what? God's not going to help me unless I help myself. And I got up. I looked in the mirror. I said, stop being this man and be a real man. And I took that decision. And I look at my life now and I'm very, very thankful of it. And that's why your career is still yeah. going. It's yeah. that mental, yeah. like, sure. you just keep doing it. And I think it's your mm -hmm. consistency with everything yes. throughout your life. Is, and that's so important for a lot of people to learn. Is like, And I think that's why you've lasted so long and you're still going. And you'll continue to last long throughout everything. Like, 
lot of these new fighters come in, they don't understand hard work and they don't understand consistency fully yeah. to where they win something and then they're it, like, there, I'm good. Yeah, and I think it's expectation. I mean, they're, they expect it. I mean, it's. I think it's maybe the millennials. I mean, yeah. am I saying this wrong? It kind of millennials. No, no, one no, of those no, millennials. Right. So am I trying to like stereotype the people <laughs> in, in general? But it's not. No, but I, I mean, know. you look at like I think social media is a huge problem with millennials nowadays because yeah. like you see everything on social media and everybody makes their life seem like it's so perfect mm-hmm. and that it mm-hmm. came so easy and so many people don't see all the real hard work that's behind it until they're in it and they don't know how to really take it at that point. Yeah, and maybe people want things to be instant. Yeah, and no. that's not. We a live great in a mindset. very like fast and instant lifestyle I nowadays. Promise, if we don't have strong I, Wi-Fi, we complain. <laughs> it's just. I can promise you. I remember living on Harbor Boulevard in motels, <laughs> living in cars, living in a little small trailer. Um, to now that I live in a four million dollar mansion, a Rolls Royce Phantom, uh, uh, Panamera Porsche. My house is just okay. Instagram. No, I'm. I want to show I'm what kidding. hard work boy pays off. Yeah, really does. When I graduated in '93, I remember watching Snoop Dogg. I'll pop it like it's mm-hmm. hot on the video, and him saying, <laughs> "Rolling his, that Rolls Royce Phantom," and I was like, "I want that car right there." Yes. And even before that, when I was 14, I remember fishing in the docks in uh, mm-hmm. uh, Huntington Harbor, and I remember telling my buddies on the docks by about three or four in the morning because I didn't, I really didn't have to go home. I go watch one day I'm on a house here and my buddies are like, man, shut up and bait the hook. I go, no, really, I'm going to own a house here. In 2009, when I bought my house there, oh, after yeah. I bought my nice. Rolls Royce Phantom, I remember taking my buddy fishing on my boat that I have in front of behind my house, 38-foot fountain. I remember taking him and we were passing by the dock and he's like, Tito, you remember that one day, that <laughs> one night that we're on that dock and you said you were going to own a house here? I go, Shh, remember. I go, I, I never that. forgot. I, go, I still I working that. for it. And I'm still grinding for it. I'm still working for it. Nothing's ever been given to me. I no. mean, I've earned and got everything I have. They're just respect and values, you know? Never step on anybody, get ahead. Never steal, never cheat, never lie, and just do the right thing. So when I look in the mirror at night and I brush my teeth, I can answer my mm-hmm. own sins. I mean, I can answer my own problems. I can answer myself and take responsibility for my actions. Not anybody else's. Don't blame it on say, oh, it's her fault, his fault, their Correct. fault. Nothing mm-hmm. It's my fault. I'm the one who let that happen. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my last relationship. I made that happen. Yeah. I could have said no, and I could have said later a long time ago, but I thought I could fix it, and it didn't happen. It didn't work, and now I guess things come full circle, and I learned so much out of it. I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, um, going back to actual fighting and going in back to cannabis and CBD, um, what's your take on legalizing like, like cannabis and CBD in you know companies like Bellator, UFC? I mean, is that something you think they should ban as far as the cannabis, or you think something that eventually they should allow? Well, um, there's a kind of a misconception about it. You know, with uh, CBD, it should be legal because it, is, it, yeah. it mm-hmm. does it doesn't hurt. I mean. Marijuana is a little different because mm-hmm. it'll make you a little lazier. Um, yeah, the THC just th- cardiovascular yeah. uh, make you a little slower for mm-hmm. reaction timing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I wouldn't advise anybody under the age of twenty one to mm-hmm. take. Uh, or C- even when you're driving, don't teach, don't use any THC. Yeah, no THC. Makes you a little just slow. Just because you're, I mean, at the age of twenty one, your mind's not even fully developed at the mm-hmm. time. You make sure your mind is developed. I mean. As I said, I was a young kid and I used to smoke and I probably shouldn't have been. And it, it hindered my school, it held my learning curve bad. Where and I just think reading. too, like the media too, I remember um, as a kid, uh, there was always uh, 
you know, teachers would say, don't do drugs, gateway cannabis and all that. But also like when you watch a movie, they'd be like, yeah, smoking weed, so much fun, so cool. And so I feel like when teenagers wanted to do that, like, so I I agree that it should be 21 years of age. It's it's for a mature, mature person. I mean, not saying that you're mature when you're 21, but you're you're still, it's a lot better than an 18 year old. But your brain's at least fully fully developed. developed. And um, the cool thing about CBD and hemp, it doesn't make you, it's not psychedelic. No, so it's okay it to do if you have an injury from sports, you, you want to like treat maybe um, um, if you have a hard time sleeping. There's so many different things you can yeah. do, headaches versus Super if diverse. you don't want to take Tylenol, you could take a tincture of CBD. Yeah, it's, it's well, anti-inflammatory. Yeah. We try and block this stuff like no other. And oh, absolutely. tell you, man, this is the truth serum and people mm-hmm. don't understand it. I mean, I I use a, um, the lotion um you know i do drips i do drinks um Mm -hmm. it's just something that helps my body so much more to able to perform at the top peak performance that i needed to perform at yeah more athletes are coming out but a lot of them wait till after they're done with their careers and it's good that you're talking about cbd now that you're still active because a lot of athletes they they have to be in the closet the green closet you know and the thing is too is just because you get a prescription from the doctor okay i'm cool i'm good i'm allowed to it says that on the paper i'm allowed to but i mean the damage that it's doing compared to something that's all natural that Mm -hmm. to me it works way better like my my um no cartilage in my knees. I've been, I had to quit playing basketball in college because of that. And I can do more things now playing basketball and working out just with the CBD oil than I have forever. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. crazy. So, yeah, you know, I'm it's glad that you're here talking about stuff and, you know, just opens more people's mind to it. Yeah, I'm actually uh, in business right now um, with one of my partners, uh, Ryan, and we'll be open probably about uh, seven CBD stores uh, in Temecula, Riverside, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, and Long Beach uh, counties. Awesome. And it's just something that I've been working really hard to try to make happen because, you know, the uh, pharmaceutical companies are trying to give these painkillers to these kids, giving mm-hmm. Adderall to these kids. Yeah. And just, I mean, that's legal. Ridlin? Speed. And, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I used to take Ridlin as a kid because I was just crazy, but I should have been outside, <laughs> outside the house more. Now these kids are on video games. I mean, my kids, they don't have cell phones. They don't have that's iPads. Good. They have to earn to play an Xbox. I mean, and that's, awesome. that's only on Saturdays. And I think it's dangerous for kids to be on social media personally. I don't have 100%. any kids, but one day I will. But I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, I think it's creepy. Like, why should a kid that's 12 have an Instagram? It's There's just no weird. Reason. I grew, well, I grew up outside, so you know, playing my, my, sports. My kids have social, uh, Instagram, but we, you ma- you, we you monitorize it. They don't, they're not on it at all. They're still looking like, Dad, can we get a thousand followers? Just wants to get a thousand followers. <laughs> we're going to get a YouTube. But, you know, it's just one of those things where you got to make sure you monetize it. You got to make sure you're going to see who's calling or who's trying to uh, add him as friends or, you know, mm. things like that. And uh, we watch it super, super close, mm. or at least Amber watches it super, mm-hmm. super close. But well, uh, one thing like I was really happy to be raised upon was like my mom and dad wouldn't let me get a cell phone until I was 18 and I had a job so I could pay for it because mm-hmm. they weren't going to pay for something like that. And I see so many kids nowadays, like young, young kids <laughs> on iPads and yeah. all that. And like, taking their attention there and uh, I read a study about like a mother reading to her child every night stimulates a kid's brain but like them watching something on TV doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's the same thing that I with, with I do with my kids, you know, and, and they could tell a difference with their friends that have iPads, have iPhones, um, the conversation between there's each other. No there, there's no social interaction. There's no social interactive, no mm-hmm. eye contact, mm-hmm. you know, and, my, and that's what my kids, you know, when we go to dinner and like parents will walk by and be like, your kids are really, really good. They're not crazy. They're not out of their minds. Um, Stephen Jobs said a while back that kids should not play with an iPhone up to the age of 14. They should not have iPhones. They should not have iPads mm-hmm. because their minds aren't ready to open up that type of stimulation at that age, at that time. Mm-hmm. And I've stuck to it. I've done it. And my kids, they're like, we understand now, Dad, because our friend, 
he doesn't want to come out of the house. He's playing Xbox all day, and we're like, mm-hmm. come on, let's go play at the park. And he doesn't want to come out and play. Yeah, antisocial. It, 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 it's antisocial. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids are at that situation now. And, and it's funny because I see some of my other friends and their kids that come up, and I go, hey, buddy, how you doing? What's your name? And they're like so shy, and they're yeah. like, <laughs> really standoffish. They don't want to get eye contact, and it's totally different with my kids, well, and I see the difference. And you know, back to what we were saying with like Adderall and Ridlin, they're doing studies now giving children CBD and hemp mm-hmm. to help them with um, maybe anxiety if, if there's kids that are um, autistic or if they're very, very hyper, the CBD and hemp can calm them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool because it's an herb, as uh, Ricky Williams was saying, he's an herbalist. And I thought that was beautiful they're doing that because you're giving your kids all these chemicals and their brains mm-hmm. are still developing, as right. we just said, and you just don't know how that can affect them long term. Yeah, epilepsy too. I mean, epilepsy, we've seen all videos and stuff like I have. I know somebody who you know uses our oils and their two-year-old son used to have 12 seizures a month. It mm-hmm. literally messaged me a month and a half into it down to one a month. Wow. Just CBD, full-spectrum tincture oil. So the thing is, is like with these kind of news coming out and with people actually seeing it, they're not going to run to the doctor first time they have any. They're going to know that there's an alternative mm-hmm. natural source. Dominic, you, you're kind of getting into CBD and hemp, right? You're curious about it? Yeah, definitely the the business itself. I don't re- actually have a lot of uses for it because um, you're perfect. Because <laughs> you're like, I, I don't really do well. anything physical that can hurt me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I mean, just the business itself mm-hmm. is just really fascinating. Yeah, and I've got so many people that have some of them left the entertainment industry that were executives, and we worked together, and they're like, D- I'm just uh, I'm doing this full time now. It's like so obviously, just as someone that's looking for additional business ventures, it's just so lucrative and i went to the cbd expo in miami Mm -hmm. and it was just i mean it was a huge thing Mm -hmm. and i just you believe so many people with their testimonies of like Mm -hmm. oh this really helped me like like what tito's saying i mean this guy does this to his body and he's saying that a lotion helps you i mean Mm -hmm. people that are not living that life like he wouldn't Mm -hmm. say that if you know he's like this is no endorsement here so you see it's truly helping so Mm -hmm. even if you don't need it i just think is so as a non-user it's fascinating to hear that because you know i I believe you know i believe Mm -hmm. what you're saying so yeah the other thing that ricky williams is saying is that people wait till they have injuries wait till they have stress they can be used as pre um you know preventive you know measures as far as like hey you might get back problems later on but if you're using this now as you like a multivitamin you use every day then you know what it might prevent you know, injuries yeah, or whatnot. It actually, it's my multi-value. Yeah, me too, man. Every morning, I take a drop before yeah, I, I take it I start every day. my day. Anything on this table will help me lose 100 pounds. I would definitely buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's an option. <laughs> well, not well. THC is no, but CBD, maybe. I don't know. See, there isn't... Gosh, you know, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I'll, I put you in the gym, brother. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 you, you wouldn't have to get punched. You wouldn't have to get taken down. That'll I'll, be I put great you for your the show. Yeah. No, That'll just, be just great training, for your show. The training oh, God. and the, what you eat. You yeah, are what you eat. Yeah, absolutely. The sugar, <laughs> the carbohydrates. Yep. If you eat a lot of greens, keep doing that. You yeah. know, uh, instead of uh, regular starchy potatoes, eat, uh, was it um, yams? I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways you can change your food and your diet. Yeah. No fried foods, mm-hmm. no French fries, anything fried, no potatoes, no white bread, no white rice, no white pastas. Stay change away that from all to, Change that all to, yeah. to me, uh, wheat. Uh, red meats only once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken, maybe twice a week. 
fish as much as you possibly can. Yeah, fish yep. is a huge um, resource for your body, and you'll cut weight faster than hell. And something actually that I drink uh, all the time, it's uh, Citizen Water. It's in Costa Mesa. Is it alkaline? It's alkaline, yeah. 9 pH. Um, my kids drink it. I drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're... Um, your pH levels in your body, if your acids get too high, they say that's a uh, number one cause of leading for cancer. Yeah. So this is getting my levels completely. So in the beginning of my camp, when I start tra- taking it, I haven't stopped now for the last, oh my gosh, almost uh, two years now. But it changes hugely. Like when I travel, I try to bring a water bottle with me, but I can't because I'm flying and then I don't have to drink Avion and it tastes nasty. <laughs> I try drinking other water and I get t- it tastes like literally tap water. It Absolutely. tastes like mm-hmm. tap water. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing and I, I get super dehydrated when I don't drink it. Mm-hmm. But there's a period when I first started for the first uh, month where I was so dehydrated, completely dehydrated. Well, my body chemical was changing. The pHs were changing. Mm-hmm. It was changing so much as once it got up past that first month, I, all of a sudden I was completely hydrated. There's a test that wow. I do actually that's really close to here um, called the scent adaptation and uh, it measures my uh, body weight, my uh, fat my fat content, how uh, hydrated my body is and my body was 137% hydrated. Nice. And then she was like, Tito, why? She goes, you drink a lot of water? I go, yeah, actually I'm drinking this uh, citizen water. I go, it's pH 9 uh, alkaline. She mm-hmm. goes, that's what it is and it changes, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I have my kids drinking my kids completely drink it when they go to training because they do jiu-jitsu and they have no problem they're able to push you don't even need caffeine when you drink that because i also drink the same water well not that brand right. but when i wake up in the morning so i love caffeine but i'm trying to cut myself from mm-hmm. it but you just wake up without like as groggy and i think is because you're eliminating um the toxins probably in your body that are just making you out of it but um, there's cbd water that green care solutions hasn't do you take cbd water i think as well yeah i, I do cbd water a lot and i think mm-hmm. living an alkaline diet is so important because disease mm-hmm. can't live in an alkaline mm-hmm. environment and i think mm-hmm. a lot of people forget that like you have a lot of cases with cancer and i mean they can't legally say that an alkaline diet will fix cancer but there's so many testimonies to yeah. people yeah. having cancer and then going on a raw and base diet yeah. an alkaline diet and mm-hmm. their cancer goes away yeah we're eliminating all those chemicals we keep putting in our body. Yeah, like uh, Tito was saying, like the whole, like I just like about two months ago, I've been doing like pescatarian diet, you know, limiting dairy, but I've been eating like fish is my only source. I cut out red meat because the digestive and we get older and you just carry everything you put on. Mm-hmm. And last two months, I've lost 20 pounds doing it, but I'm able with the CBD and half of my body, right? It's allowed my mind to be right. And every day it's like, it's just something positive that you don't dread, you know, oh, I have to eat this again. It's like... Like your body makes you mm-hmm. say that that's cool. I like yeah. this, mm-hmm. and it's it's come a long way. So yeah, I totally I mean, I agree goes, with that. It goes to my kids too. I feed my kids like athletes. I mean, they're doing protein shakes. I mean, <laughs> kids yeah. are beasts. I, mean, no, I promise you, they the, we don't have ice cream for treats because yep. they get A's on their tests. They get A's on their tests. We're able to go to Cool King and get frozen yogurt. Yep. I mean, that's that's. They've never had ice cream before. Hmm. I mean, candy. They've had candy on Halloween. When they go away to college, they're going to be like, ah, what is this? No. Well, the the crazy thing is my oldest son, Jacob, we did the Mm -hmm. same thing with him. And he's 17 now. And for Halloween, he'll take mm-hmm. three or four pieces and he'll give the rest away. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just don't like it. Yeah. I, I, it's too sweet for me. It becomes just too much. Yeah. yeah. Way too much. I mean, in fast food, yeah, we're able to cheat on Saturdays. And we cheat as family. We'll go to Taco Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll go to Mexican food. I mean, we'll, we'll have that opportunity to cheat. But then they understand that that's this is their time to enjoy, to right. indulge yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's, it's 
life in general is a process of taking care of your body. If you want to live a long life, you got to treat your body mm-hmm. like a temple or like a race car. You know, if you want to mm-hmm. be the fastest race car and, you know, and get off the line as fast as possible, you got to make sure you treat your body like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like a temple, you know, you want to pray to it and hopefully good things come. Well, you got to treat your body right and give it good things and good things will come. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're coming to the end of our show, but how can people sign up for your gym and also um, get to know more about uh, your I company? I don't have a gym anymore. I got rid of my gym about mm-hmm. four years ago. It was just too much work, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really what I, I did, what business would be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I train at uh, Ruka in Costa Mesa and another gym, um, UFC gym of Huntington Beach. Uh, people can walk in there watch me train. It's actually open to the public. Mm-hmm. My family all trains there. But, uh, of course, all my social media, um, Tito Ortiz on Twitter, Tito Ortiz 1989 on Instagram, um, and actually my YouTube channel that I started about a, two years ago, and I kind of didn't really follow up on it. Now I'm following up on it every week. There will be a process of uh, kind of showing what I do each and every day of my training. Uh, we're doing some fishing on there. I'm doing some different stuff, just lifestyle stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I just put it on last Friday. and. Didn't get as many views as I thought I'd get, but it's all right. It's a building, a working process, and mm-hmm. I just got to keep working on it. And um, the content on it is ridiculous. I was happy. I was like, wow, this is like like movie-style stuff mm-hmm. and stuff. And the guy I'm working with, he's doing an amazing job. We're both doing it together, and uh, more stuff to come. Nice, oh, nice. Real quick, for all like our UFC listeners out there, mm-hmm. what was your toughest fight that you felt you had to prepare for and that it actually lived up to what you thought it was? What what fight do, was that that, that stands out in your career? Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader. Ryan mm-hmm. Bader. Um, just because at that time I was a uh, 4-1 to one underdog. Actually, a 6-1 to one underdog by the time the fight started. I was on a 5-losing, five, five 5-loss five streak, as you mm-hmm. can say. Um, didn't win a fight for almost five years. Um, my back was against the wall. Dana White said that my contract would be terminated and I had fi- four wow. more fights left and you can understand the pressure's that's, on. <laughs> that's almost like two million dollars a fight that was on the line um, my legacy was on the line I was fighting a kid who was only had one loss um, who was on a seven week uh, seven streak uh, win streak and I said you know what I told my ex to leave me alone we slept in the same bed for seven weeks no contact no icon, nothing. I, I, it was like she wasn't even laying next to me. And it sounds kind of weird, but I had to check out like that because of the negativity that was around me. Um, I literally left the house, went to Vegas. I remember driving into Vegas, just had a happy feeling in my heart. I felt so happy because I put in a hard, hard work. Hard, hard work. I went to uh, Michael Bisbing. I mean, he was doing the Ultimate Fighter, and the guys that are on the Ultimate Fighter like, Tio, man, can you show us how you do that Grave Digger thing? I was like, no, you guys can see that on Saturday when I beat Ryan Bader. Oh, yeah. And they all looked at me like, no, really, can you do that? Just, like, they assumed watch I was going to lose. Yeah. I go, just watch and watch it happen. And I remember hitting Bader with the right hook, and he dropped him, and I got him in a choke, and I almost choked him unconscious. And I remember the referee trying to rip me off, and I just thought, don't let go of this guy. Don't let go of this guy. It was guy. a guillotine, right? And it was a guillotine choke. <laughs> and it was like a lion getting his first kill forever. <laughs> and finally feed his family. And I remember him ripping me off. First thing that popped in my mind was those kids, Tito, do the grave digger. And yeah. I like, and I awesome, did it. man. And let me tell you, that, that, that night was, it changed my life. You know, I was able to fight four more fights after that. Um, I remember waking up. I was staying at the wind. And uh, the shutters in my room opened up because it was in the early morning. And... 
a big bright light shine through my uh, window and it was the sun that hit me and my father my grandfather excuse me, my grandfather on my mom's um, side was a priest for pacific palisades and i remember before he passed i was wrestling he's like now tito you understand i think this wrestle is going to do real good for you <laughs> So every time I've been through my life, there's always been some situation and something like that has happened where it feels like him looking over me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I literally just started crying, man. I, it wasn't a cry of, like, fear or anything. It was just a cry of happiness. And I said, thank you. It was just one of those things that yeah. it was given back to a good man. I mm-hmm. did such great things, and I made a sacrifice for my child and for my kids, for their future. And now life has came full circle, and I'm happy and uh, I look at back at that win, and that so changed my life in 2011. It yeah, life. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I was so we were talking earlier. That literally story. 100% yeah. got me the most excited than any win you have ever had. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it almost compared to me winning the world title. But when I won the world title, um, I beat Vandalay Silva. Yeah, and uh, he was a, he was a vicious the axe me, murderer. The axe murderer. Yep. He was vicious. I mean, I was I was afraid of the man. But uh, that win had to be number one just because of everything that was on the line, everything that I sacrificed for it and everything I put into it. And, you know, life's not easy, people. I mean, yeah. anyone listen, life is not easy. It's challenging. It's going to challenge us every day. And if it doesn't challenge you, you're not working hard enough and you're not setting your goals high enough. And mm-hmm. you got to try to achieve the best you possibly can be. And don't set for no, be normal. Don't set for mediocrity. You know, yeah. look outside the box and, and, and find something that thrives you so find something that makes you fall in love to doing things you know either it's sex either it's relationships either it's business you know either it's just the hard work you want to put into life in general but something that got to get you motivated and what gets me motivated excuse me gets me motivated is my children watching my children mature and become little men and uh, one of them was my replica man it's a trip <laughs> and the other one is just so damn smart he's too smart for his own good <laughs> and my oldest is my replica also but just with blue eyes and blonde hair and it's crazy he has an, a, a blonde afro which is just drives me nuts. <laughs> it's unique but, yeah i know he's so unique but i mean i, my, I love my kids man i mean there's I, there's nothing in the world I love more than my children. I mean, I mm-hmm. I love fighting. I love business. I, I love everything that I do, but my kids are number one. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being part of Green Talk by Green Care Solutions. You're honestly a, a great, great one of like all of our favorite like MMA yeah. fighters and champions. And um, it's an honor to have you on Green Talk yeah, by Green Care Solutions. And it's so great to hear your personal stories because yeah. you are genuinely a good person. I love that you're a good father and yeah. a great role model. I just Because you could be famous and not like, oh, yeah, they work hard, but nah, maybe not a role model. But you yeah. truly have a, a heart of gold, <laughs> I yeah, think, personally. You. No, yeah. I, mm-hmm. you are pretty correct. You know, I just, like I say, man, I have two things the rest of my life. I have my name and I have my word. No, no time at all. I'm ever going to tarnish my name, and there's no time at all I ever will break my word. And I teach my children that same thing through respect and values, and you know, opening doors for girls, and just being very, very respectful men. And that's what I'm trying to give to this world is respectful mm-hmm. uh, men to the society, and that's what I'm building. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, thank you everyone for watching and listening to Green Talk by Green Care Solutions. I'm your host, Yanitza Munoz. You can find me at Yanitza Munoz, uh, spelled right here under the screen. And again, Tito, what is your uh, social media handle? Uh, Tito Ortiz at uh, Twitter. And of course, on Instagram is Tito Ortiz 1999. And uh, Facebook, Tito Ortiz. Um, basically at Tito Ortiz. You guys yeah, can find him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I'm here with my lovely co-host and also our guest co-host. He's also a TV personality and radio personality of his own show. Yes, uh, Dominic Natty, D-O-M-E-N-I-C-K, Natty, N-A-T-I. Social media is Dom Natty Show. 
His show's very entertaining, by the way. Yes. You are like Not better than like TMZ. This one. I was really well behaved. I, <laughs> your shows shows, are, but your show's pretty wild. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. This has been great. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I'm here with my lovely co-host. Uh, it's been Brian Gonzalez, representing Green Care Solutions as always, and follow us on Instagram at Green Care Solutions 420. And it's your girl, Angela Mazanti. You can find me on Instagram at Angela Mazanti, Angela underscore Mazanti. Um, and then also, I do have a new song out now. Uh, we released it for Suicide Awareness Month. All the proceeds are going to suicide awareness causes. Um, you can find that under my boy High Rises page, and you can stream it on all social media platforms and share it with your friends in hopes to get more money to a good cause. Awesome. Yes, and I'll be playing her song after the show as well. Awesome. Yes, thank you, everyone, all for right. watching. Thanks, guys. Adios. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. If your bathroom is looking a bit dated, but there's no room in your budget for a complete remodel, why not think in terms of small upgrades that'll spruce things up? One such project is replacing old discolored caulk around the bathtub with new fresh-looking silicone caulk. Start by applying some caulk softener to the old caulk and let it sit for a couple of hours. Once the old caulk's softened, use a stiff putty knife to remove it. Then, after getting rid of any remaining soap scum or debris, apply rubbing alcohol to kill any mildew that may have been lurking behind the old caulk. Once the area is dry, fill the tub with water to ensure it's fully settled, then apply a good quality silicone caulk. Make sure it's one that's especially made for bathrooms and contains a mildew side. That'll help keep your tub looking clean and inviting. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.